Hello, everyone. This is Deb McBride, and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Sunday, March 3rd, 2019, and I am in beautiful Costa Rica. And before we begin astrology for this week, I just want to mention that I am discussing how to empower yourself with astrology at my friend Carol Culver's Health and Wealth and Happiness Summit. It's all online. It's all free. All you need to do is go to healthwealthsummit.com and sign up and Carol will send you the links every day for the next two weeks on who will be speaking those days. My speaking engagement will be Friday the 8th. We will be discussing how to use astrology to benefit your life, how to empower yourself, why it's good to get your chart done. It's a whole interview that Carol does with me. Also, uh, tomorrow it starts tomorrow, the 4th, and also I highly recommend listening to Dr. Christine Page's lecture that she will be speaking tomorrow. So sign up as soon as you can, healthwealthsummit.com, and enjoy it. So we have a big week ahead. Uh, I want to say there are three important things that we need to review. One is Mercury retrograde. Two is Uranus is changing signs to Taurus. And three is the new moon that is with Neptune. So let's start with Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrogrades at 29 degrees Pisces, which is the end of the Zodiac. It's the place where we surrender. It is the place where we are giving up the goods. It is the place where we just turn everything over to the universe before the zero Aries point. Now, we just went through a whole bunch of 29 degrees Pisces with Chiron changing signs a couple of weeks ago to zero Aries. And that's where Chiron's kind of hanging out now in early Aries. And Chiron went there last year went back into Pisces from Aries and there was a whole retrograde dance, but it was at 29 Pisces a number of times. So Mercury is going to trigger all of that. So think about what you've been experiencing. Think about what you felt in these last couple of weeks. Just two weeks ago, there was this big transition of Chiron changing signs to Aries finally for the next eight years. And so when we are dealing with a, a review of that, we have, you know, we have Mercury here. And so it's, it's a mental note about what happened and what it meant to us and the information we may have gotten at 29 Pisces with Chiron. And it's a place of review and reconnecting and re, re-meditating over something that we might have before. Because remember, Pisces is where we go to heal wherever that may be. Maybe the hospital, it may be the ashram, it may be the backyard, it may be the beach, it may be prison. Uh, Pisces rules institutions, so hospitals, prisons. However, uh, for the rest of us uh, who are just living our everyday lives, we are experiencing something rather big. And this is a big week ahead. And I feel like the energies are very intense. And we've had them for a few weeks. First with Venus, going between Saturn and Pluto two weeks ago, and then Venus on the south node last week. And it's just been a lot of spinning, intense, chaotic energy, and it just doesn't let up. And I have found that it's just been one thing after another in these last few weeks. So I just advise you to stay grounded and meditate. Do what you need to do to stay connected to your own spirit and the spirit of the universe. 29 Pisces for Mercury is a really great place to do that. And Mercury will be in Pisces until April 17th. 
before it goes into Aries. So it will be retrograde until the 28th of March, which is a long retrograde for Mercury. It's usually 20 or 21 days, and this is 23 days. So just keep going. Just keep going and take the time. Very important with Mercury retrograde in Pisces, take the time to connect with something deep and profound that's happening in your life because I guarantee it is. I guarantee it is. Everybody is going through something right now because we are at the end of cycles. We just ended Chiron. We just ended, we're ending Uranus on Wednesday and Mercury is refraining from going all the way. Mercury's telling us we have to pause and listen. And that's what Mercury does. It listens, it speaks, it's the mind, it's the intellect, but it's also our capacity to hear and to listen. So because Mercury is talking to us in intuitive ways, signs, signals, intuition, anything that is not really typically spoken words, we may hear inspiration, we may see signs and symbols, connect with it. It's telling you something about your life. It's very important right now because we're shifting. So much is shifting. So on Wednesday, Uranus enters Taurus at 3.35 a.m. Eastern time. And so most of us will wake up in the morning and Uranus will be in Taurus. We go to bed on Tuesday night. Uranus is in Aries. We wake up Wednesday morning. Uranus is in Taurus. Now, we've been here before. We were here last May when Uranus entered Taurus mid-May of 2018. And any taste of that entry into that sign was only a few months before it went retrograde and left and finished up its business in Aries. Now, whatever business you've had while it's been going through Aries started a little bit in 2010, really went in in 2011, and has been there ever since. Eight years of this, similar to Chiron, but not exactly. It's really important that you remember what it's been like and what Uranus has done for you as it's been in Aries. What surprises did you have? What things turned upside down in your life? What chaos brought you surprises and good things? Where were you going until Uranus intervened? <laughs> Uranus probably stirred the pot somewhere and got you to do something different than the path that you already were on. So let's visit this. Let's look at this and Again, here we are. You know, these planets do not operate alone. Just because Uranus is going into Taurus and we're saying goodbye to Aries doesn't mean that Mercury leaving, you know, being in retrograde at 29 Pisces doesn't have anything to do with that because Mercury is making us go within and listen to ourselves and look at the signs and wow, what's happened? So I know for me, I've seen things that came forward that reminded me of, you know, the whole Uranus and Aries trip and what that was about for me, and I invite you to do the same. If you have not gotten a signal from the universe about what that was, then you need to kind of take that Mercury retrograde and go within. Sit with your candle, sit in the garden, sit in the ashram, sit in your bathtub, <laughs> go to the sauna. Nice, that's a steamy thing, Pisces is, Pisces is water. Do, do that, do something that's going to bring you back into that and help you to remember. Because Uranus has been someplace for you in your chart for the last eight, almost nine years. And we're looking at moving forward now into Taurus, which is a place of stability, a very secure, earthy sign. And what does that mean for us? Well, Uranus is not a stable, earthy planet. Uranus is electricity. Uranus is powerful energies needing to be addressed. 
Uranus brings surprises and a little chaos. But remember, it's never without purpose. Uranus is going to come into Taurus on Wednesday and be there for the next eight years or so. And it's going to give us another surprise in places that we didn't expect. Sure, you might look at that in your chart, if you know your chart, and say, oh, I have an idea. <laughs> and Uranus says, no, you don't. <laughs> because I've said many times before that we can sit here and make lists of what Uranus and Taurus will be like for each and every one of us. And I guarantee you will not pick the one thing because you'll never in your imagination dream what Uranus is going to hand you. And for me, I got handed Costa Rica when Uranus was in Aries. And that was the last thing I expected. So there you go. And we have to pay attention. We have to pay attention because Uranus is going to, you know, kick that bull around. And you know what happens when a bull bucks its horns and starts to snort and get agitated. Well, you can expect a whole bunch of that with Uranus going through its sign. So pay attention, listen. And, you know, again, the energies this week are weird. It feels weird these last few days. It felt weird last week, the week before. Take care of yourself. Don't mind, you know, just don't mind being sleeping a little later. Don't mind watching TV a little more. Don't mind just, you just be with yourself more and just allow it to happen. This isn't like, hey, let's get up and, and like get the ball rolling. It's just, we're, we're moving the ball. Don't worry. <laughs> we're moving the ball. The ball is rolling. It just doesn't feel like it is. It feels like we're moving and staying still at the same time. So much is changing. So much is changing and so much has changed in these last weeks. And I certainly can feel the change. Can I verbalize what it is? No, because it's, we're dealing with planets that will be unconscious. We're dealing with planets that are not visible to our naked eye. We are dealing with planets that uh, stir the pot and we only realize what they've done later. Mercury is the place that is not unconscious and it's inviting us to go in and take a look and have a sense of what's really happening. And I can guarantee you, it's not what you think. <laughs> so you got some information. You'll be surprised by other information. We've all gotten surprised by information in the last few weeks. It's, it's good news. It's wild news. It's news that you need to take action on eventually, but probably not this minute. We're all kind of zonked. We've all been going at 90 miles an hour. And it's really important to get some rest right now because this is a very huge change for everybody. So it may not feel to you like, oh, things are, things are normal. You know, I get up in the morning, I go to work, I come home, I get groceries, I make dinner. I can guarantee there's other stuff stirring the pot. So then on Wednesday, Wednesday's a big day. I know this week is Mardi Gras and Ash Wednesday, but Wednesday is a big day. So we have the Uranus thing very early in the morning. And then we have our friend, the new moon. Now we are in the dark of the moon currently because the moon is in Aquarius today and tomorrow. And we'll switch signs into Pisces on Tuesday. But we really are dealing with the new moon at Pisces, 15 Pisces with Neptune. And so with Neptune there, we are experiencing not just a new moon in Pisces, we're dealing with a new moon with Neptune. Now, this is something to really ponder and consider. So here we have more Pisces. So remember, Mercury's staying in Pisces for a while. 
And Pisces is, again, the place where we go to get rest, where we have a respite, where we, where we heal. Well, what does a new moon in Pisces indicate for us? What is bringing us Neptune? I would say this should be a very enlightening experience. So it may be a very smooth experience. It may be a very gentle experience. It may be a very subversive experience. It may be something that's not clear. And you may already have something that's not clear in your life and this clears it up or brings more fog. Neptune Neptune is going to bring us a little bit of everything. Neptune brings us a little bit of joy, a little bit of peace, a little bit of, I don't know what this means, but hey, I'll write it down. <laughs> um, Neptune is a bit foggy. Neptune is where we get diluted at times, where Neptune brings us some information that we need to know. And I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. And each of us has to listen. So when the sun and Neptune get together annually, it's always something, you know, last year I had a big revelation. When the sun hit Neptune, I had a very big message come to me. And so you two should look for a message from the sun and Neptune because this is, this is the time of year when we get those messages. You know, when the sun and Neptune align, the sun illuminates. Neptune is the psychic realms you might get psychic information and it's very important. So it's, again, I'm saying very important to pay attention. There may be information coming to you that's going to forward your path. There may be some brilliant idea that you get as Uranus changes signs that day and we have a new moon. The new moon is in the morning at 11.04 a.m. Eastern time. The sun will conjunct Neptune exactly at 8.01 p.m. The moon will conjunct Neptune at 11.48 a.m. So really, 44 minutes after the new moon, the moon will already zip on over to Neptune. So the moon is going to hit Neptune first, then the sun. So this is a very powerful aspect because we're dealing with an outer planet. Now, Neptune may seem like, oh, yeah, frivolity, fantasy, fluffy, but it's not. Oftentimes, it's bringing you something healing. It's telling you that your intuition was right. It's giving you some message, and it's really good to listen. So I keep talking about listening. This is, this is the week to listen. When the sun and the moon come together in a sign, that's a conjunction, and that is a new moon. It happens once a month. Normally, they don't do this with an outer planet. This time they're doing this with an outer planet, which makes it important, an important message, an important place to sort of sit with yourself and listen. So the big advice for this week is to sit with yourself, listen, meditate, connect. This is so important. And I guarantee you, you're going to hear something and I guarantee you, you're going to get some information. And I don't mean like information that tells you uh, the tell, like, like practical information. <laughs> I mean, something spiritual, you know, not, not practical information. Like, did you pay the rent? <laughs> something spiritual, something beautiful, something where you're connecting your heart with someone. And I guarantee you it's a good time to connect your heart with someone. 
So the best thing you can do is when you do a meditation, surround yourself with light, surround yourself with love, connect to the people you do love and do a loving meditation and send everyone light. And it's the best thing. Neptune rules Pisces. It's in its own sign. There's a new moon in Pisces. It's very powerful. But Pisces is, is the healer, but it's also where we have ultimate compassion and unconditional love. And so think of people in your life, or maybe you'll see someone on the street that looks like they need some light. Send them light. Send anyone that you know who you think could be affected by things right now. Maybe they're having a Saturn-Pluto problem. Maybe they're just going through a rough time. Send them light. Think of all the friends that you can send compassionate, compassionate energy to and do that for them. Because this is something where we really do need to pay attention to what Neptune is bringing us. It's the planet of illusion. It is the planet of, uh, you know, what fantasy could be. It's the planet of filmmaking. So what we're seeing on the screen, that isn't really real. Um, so try to burst through the illusion. Remember, the sun is enlightening. Remember, the sun is going to shine a light on this. So maybe the best thing for the, for the day is to really ask for some answers. Ask your guides for some answers. Ask your guides for some connection to spirit so that you can get some clarity. And this is a time to get clarity. Even though we're dealing with Neptune, even though we're dealing with Pisces, and Neptune can fool us, we really can connect to some clear answer. And that's the important thing to do this week. That's the big news this week. Three things, okay? So pay attention. There's lots of information floating around for all of us. And if you, if you need to take steps in somewhere in your life, well, then just sit down and listen with yourself. And if it's not time to do that, well, then you'll, you'll get there. You'll get there. But just listen and get the information you need this week. There's a gift in this, in all of it. Get, sit down and, and get your gift. <laughs> and that's about it for this week. So it is the 3rd of March this week. We have the moon going through... Aquarius. We have it going through Pisces until Thursday afternoon when it goes into Aries. So it goes into Aries 3.27 p.m. on Thursday Eastern time. It will only be void for about an hour and a half. Around two o'clock it will go void in Pisces. So that hour and a half is a good time to keep using that Pisces energy. And then it will stay in Aries on Friday. It will stay in Aries on Saturday, but be void at 12, 14 p.m. and void the rest of the day. So if you're living in the East Coast, if you're living in the U.S., you've got a long, long, long void moon on Saturday. Go have fun. <laughs> go do so. Go, go have fun. Do something fun. Watch movies. Go, go to the movies. See friends. Do something social. Don't even worry about trying to get something done. And then on Sunday, the 10th, 3, 10 a.m. Eastern time, the moon goes into Taurus. So it's going to, that's when it's going to first meet Uranus at 3.31 a.m. So that moon is going to meet Uranus for the first time that since Uranus is in Taurus for good. So that's a, that's a Uranian moment, but you don't have to worry about that just yet. Just get through this week. Think about what's important. Do your meditation. Ask for guidance. Connect within, and you'll be good. 
I'm Deb McBride. Tune into the Health Wealth Summit at healthwealthsummit.com. My website is debmcbride.com. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Deb Astrology. And I wish you a lovely week.